You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You get donkey of the day. You do dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. You do dumb ass. You or a it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yes, Donkey of the Day for Monday, October 18th goes to the Louisiana State Police uh, Department or Patrol for what they are doing to a state trooper named Carl Cavalier. Now, these are the kinds of stories I love to amplify because in situations like this, they are hoping for a lack of media attention because the less attention a story gets, the more injustice they can get away with it. All right? The more injustice they can get away with, they can bury it. All right? Now, y'all know I love uh, Carrie L. Horn. Drop on the clues bombs for Carrie L. Horn. If you know who Carrie L. Horn is, she's a former police officer from Buffalo, New York, a sister who was fired for intervening when a white police officer attempted to choke Uh, a young black man. All right, this happened in 2006. She got fired in 2008 and just won a lawsuit to receive her pension this past April in 2021. I got a lot of love for Carrie L. Horn and her situation uh, made me hypersensitive to police officers who do the right thing. Because we all talk about this blue wall of silence and the idea of good cops or bad cops. And we often say you can't possibly be a good cop if you don't speak out against the bad cops. Well, cases like Carrie L. Horn show you that even when you are a good cop, 
who stops bad cops from doing things like killing folks, there will be consequences and repercussions to you and you will end up being punished. And that's exactly what has happened or is happening to Carl Cavalier. Would you like to know the story of Carl Cavalier? Well, let's go to BNC News for the report, please. We turn now to Louisiana, where a black state trooper has been fired after speaking out about police brutality and racism within his department. This comes after trooper Carl Cavalier gave several TV interviews criticizing the department for its handling of the death of Ronald Green, a black man who died after he was beaten and dragged during an encounter with troopers. But police initially reported that Ronald died in a car crash. A spokesperson with Louisiana State Police says Cavalier is being let go because he violated department policy. The officers that actually committed the crime still have their jobs. I'm curious to see whether or not he will be compensated with the civil lawsuit that I presume is forthcoming given that he was terminated inappropriately. And there may have been rules about releasing information, but those are typically superseded when people are revealing information that is illegal. (sighs) Trying to get rid of an officer for doing the right thing. So you're a Louisiana state trooper who accused your colleagues of an internal cover-up because of the murder of a brother named Ronald Green. Uh, Rest in peace to Ronald Green. Now, I tell y'all all all the time, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but if Louisiana state police tell Ronald Green's family that Green died in a car crash. But body camera and dash camera footage show something totally different, meaning they show Ronald Green being tased, kicked, and punched before he died in police custody. Then somebody got some explaining to do, and Carl Cavalier feels the same way. Let's listen to him and what he had to say. Let's go to WWL-TV, CBS 4 for the report, please. These guys are actively covering up a murder. Mm. You know, it can happen to anyone. And my family member, your family member, I just want the right thing to be done. Yeah, so I consider it a murder because why else would we would we uh, hesitate to be transparent about it? You know, why else would we not do our jobs and hold these guys accountable? Why why else? What other reason? You know, there, there are still videos that still remain under lock and key. This isn't a lack of transparency. This is just a straight up lie. Okay, how can a system be changed from the inside out when people on the inside are punished? for doing the right thing. Does law enforcement understand that these are the kind of situations that could build trust between the community and law enforcement? All we want to know is that someone is attempting to do the right thing. We just want to be treated fairly. We can't keep having these conversations about, you know, bad apples in in law enforcement because when you hear stories like this, clearly the whole tree is rotten. All right, she called Cavalier. I can trust him, but I can't trust the system that he's a part of. And the reason they are firing him, I guarantee, is because now the system can't trust him. LSPD, if you fire Carl Cavalier, you are drawing a clear line in the sand between the people and your officers, a clear line in the sand of right and wrong because you're telling the people what's right doesn't matter. Having integrity doesn't matter. The only people who should be fired in this situation is the officers who beat on Ronald Green and then lied about how he died. Is this complicated to anybody it shouldn't be how can state police superintendent lamar davis send a letter to call cavalier saying cavalier violated department policies and procedures how okay clearly tasing kicking and punching a suspect already in custody is part of policies and procedures clearly lying about how a person really died is part of department policies and procedures okay the system of law enforcement in this country really really needs to be decrackified Okay, racism and bigotry are not a part of law enforcement in America. They are law enforcement in America. It's literally the foundation law enforcement is built upon, and nothing is going to change as long as there are these individual cases like this because it's easy to dismiss a carry horn. 
It's easy to dismiss a call, Cavalier, but what would happen if all the good cops in these departments stood up against injustice and not just one? What if it was a collective of officers saying, no, this is wrong, and this is not how we do things, and if it is how the system does things, we won't be doing them like this anymore? Even when I look at what Carl Cavalier was accused of and regarded to violating the department's policy, it says they violated the department's policy on public statement, lawful orders, loyalty to the department. Why? Because he got loyalty to the people. Dissemination of information, seeking publicity and conduct unbecoming to an officer. Meanwhile, as Carl said, the officers who potentially killed someone and lied about it are still on the force. If what they did isn't unbecoming to an officer, what is? They said he's seeking publicity. Why? Because he's simply trying to get justice for a man who a bunch of officers allegedly killed and then they lied about how he died? Oof. External circumstances will not change until internal belief systems change. Hold your head, Carl Cavalier. Please give the Louisiana State Troopers the biggest hee-haw. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, this just in. My, my mom and dad just hit me. They, they told me that uh, Carl, uh, whoa, Colin Powell passed away. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. So rest in peace. His family actually said it on Facebook. They said he died from complications from COVID, and he was 84 years old. And we'll give you some more information, as we know, but it, it was just announced like five minutes ago. Yeah, and they said he was uh, fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But he said he died of complications of COVID-19. Oh, All complications right. is a key word, by the mm-hmm. way. Because he was 80-something years old. He probably had some other health issues and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as we have more information, we will let you know as this just broke. Wow. All right. All right. Well, let's clear our minds, clear our minds, clear our minds. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. I know we were talking about this behind the scenes, Yee. Mm-hmm. Tori Hart. Yes. Tori Hart, um, she was talking about how people always give her flack for having the last name Hart from her ex-husband, Kevin Hart. Here's what she had to say. One of the questions that the ladies asked me is like, why do you still have a Hart name? Right. And I'm like, well, because it's mine, first of all. Right. Second of all, because Kevin ain't never asked for it back or he don't want to give it back. He don't, he, he's not tripping. And third of all, my kids don't want me to change my name. So that's something that people always ask me. And I'm like, that's my name. Get over yeah. it. I'm going to be a Hart until I decide not to be. All right. So what's the question? Um, yeah, she said that people were always ask her that. And I know this has been an issue, right, of somebody when you get divorced. As a woman, you know, if you get married, you choose can choose to change your last name to your husband's last name. But when you get divorced, then do you change your name back or do you keep that last name? All right. Well, let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. When you get divorced, do you give back the last name? Do you take your original name? That is the question. She said it's hers, though. She said that's my name. First of all, it is it, it is her name. Her name is changed, and that's her kid's name as well. So it, uh, let's talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.